0: Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Digital Switch. Thanksgiving is almost here, which is so crazy, and I really hope everyone is still able to celebrate the holidays and stay safe. So if you've been listening in on the last few weeks, you know that we're actually doing an ongoing series where we talk about different types of enterprise tools and how they solve significant data problems. So, today the topic is going to be APM, which is Application Performance Management. And we actually have our guest, Genghis Ganesan, who is Pure Nova's founder and CEO on here again. So, Genghis, thank you for joining us.
1: Good afternoon, Sonia. Uh, great to be here uh, just on the eve of the holidays. Uh, you know, I guess we're a couple of weeks away from it, but uh, everybody is eagerly looking forward to holidays this year with COVID and everything. Yeah
0: yes yes it should be an interesting year um if we start by looking at the evolution of software development organizations have really transitioned from these monolithic applications to much more complex ones which is why our topic today apm has really become increasingly relevant and important now apm refers to managing the performance of applications and we're going to touch on this more but the metrics that it provides is very it focused and you're going to learn that Our platform actually targets business users and provides more business metrics. So we're going to compare and contrast those and discuss how and if APM can even help business users, the current challenges, and how our platform can solve them. So to kick them off, Gangesh, can you tell us more about the evolution of APM and how did these tools really evolve to where they are today?
1: So um, it's a nice way to sort of uh, start the conversation to kind of give some context to how uh, APM tools um, have been built and evolved. Um, you know, over the last uh, say twenty years or so. Um, in you know, most of us um, you know over the last several years, maybe uh, 10, 15 years, are very familiar with uh, once in a while clicking on some buttons in uh, you know Microsoft Windows. And when you, when you sort of go from this control panel, uh, you know, sometimes when an application like Microsoft Excel is running, you can see CPU usage chart. Um, you know, instantaneously, you'll see something about uh, CPU utilization being 80%, you'll see memory utilization, things like that. And I think you know, that is a, a quick idea behind, uh, you know, uh, on a broader scale, uh, the kinds of metrics that APM tools uh, produce. Um, early on, obviously, uh, you know, some of the earliest, uh, probably what I would call pioneering tools of this generation of APM, uh, you know, start off with some uh, interest in uh, formalizing and standardizing some metrics uh, around application measurement. Um, you know, simple things, uh, you know, what you would today think as simple. Uh, you know, uh, you know, CPU utilization, uh, network utilization, uh, could mean many things in network utilization, number of packets coming in, packets going out, uh bandwidth used, um, you know, network latency, um, you know, and in various other things uh between them, network retries, packet, packets lost. Uh, so, um, and then, you know, mostly around memory itself, both, uh, you know, memory usage and, uh, you know, maybe uh, types of memory uh, in metrics around, uh, you know, other other things for, uh, for metrics, which could involve, uh, you know, cache hits, cache misses, things like that. So, um, as application developers started building more and more complex networking and distributed applications, they figured out that a complex distributed application needed a lot of, uh, you know, debugging and sometimes performance optimization. In a lot of times when these applications are running um, and uh, some end user uh, calls and complains about a problem, it's very hard to debug and detect what's actually going on. This is sort of the origin of, you know, why you would need APM tools in the first place, um, you know, but, um, you know, from a bigger context, uh, the earliest tools uh, that, you know, uh, you know, most of us have kind of, you know, used, say, 20 years ago, uh, 15 years ago, were things like, uh, you know, Nagios, which was more uh, meant for networking applications and things like Ganglia. Uh, Now, out of this world, uh, you know, came uh, some interesting, uh, really, category-defining products. Uh, AppDynamics was probably uh, the first sort of tool that came in and did it. And a lot of these tools, um, you know, obviously have certain capabilities. They do all of these kinds of uh, metric tool measurements. Uh, Some of them actually have capabilities for uh, integrating a profiler in, so you can actually uh, understand more about what's going on from an application profile standpoint. Um, and then uh, they also have support for time series uh, because you want to see not just CPU utilization, you want to see CPU utilization as it evolves over time. So you want to see all metrics over time. You um, know, obviously, you know, this is sort of uh, you know kind of kickstarted this whole revolution, particularly as data centers got bigger, um, as people started using more and more cloud and SaaS applications. Um, APM tools, uh, you know, became more and more important. Um, in sort of the modern incarnation of these tools, uh, the absolute latest idea is to bring a uh, control system theory uh, and try and look at inputs and outputs and model your system transfer function, uh, essentially from uh, just looking at inputs and outputs. Um, obviously, uh, finer uh, grained your inputs and outputs are, the greater detail you get about uh, what the system itself is doing. Uh, but uh, APM tools have uh, evolved from you know simple things like ganglia all the way to uh, today's modern you know uh, New Relic or Datadog uh, or Dynatrace or any of these more uh, advanced APM tools uh, that are uh, really popular today.
0: This was a great introduction. I actually want to bring in one statistic that I found from Gartner. They actually predicted that enterprises are going to increase the percentage of applications they monitor with APM tools from 5% back in 2018 to actually over 20% in 2021. So this is a really extremely relevant topic right now. But for enterprises who maybe don't understand the importance of APM and don't include it in their overall strategy, what can happen if they're not effectively monitoring applications with some sort of tool?
1: Yeah, so uh, one way to sort of determine the use of a product is to talk about what happens when the product is not being used, right? So that's sort of uh, the direction you're taking. Um, and uh, and that's fair. Um, uh, in a sense that uh, you can see that only, uh, you know, still even in 2020, 2021 timeframe, uh, we're talking about maybe 20% adoption of APM, um, you know, across the board in enterprises, um, you know, and in, in, for Pier relevant market, which is, uh, you know, financial in, in, uh, industry, uh, it's probably a little higher than that, but it's probably, uh, you know, somewhere in that range, uh, right? So, um, you know, uh, the thing is that uh, as applications have become very complex, uh, it is almost impossible today uh, for an enterprise um, IT uh, team uh, to respond to any kind of, you know, application slowdown, um, application, uh, you know, misbehavior uh, without, uh, and, and trying to, you know, root cause this, de- uh, detect what's going on uh, without an effective uh, APM tool. So, uh, you know, if you're an e-commerce site and your clients are calling in, your customers are calling in and saying, hey, I'm trying to place an order and things are running very slow. Um, well, what is actually going on? What is slow? Right? Is the the session slow? Uh, You know, what's actually happening? Uh, How do you even start from there? Uh, Unless you have uh, the effective kinds of tools that allow you to say, ah, this is what's actually causing the slowdown. Uh, Clearly uh, during holiday times, uh, you know, e-commerce companies uh, really care about making sure that their clients have a seamless user experience. So if I'm an e-commerce company and I'm not using APM tools, um, I'm in for a rough ride. Uh, You know, clients may, uh, you'll lose, uh, you know, customers. Uh, now, translating this to you know other applications in enterprise, the same is true. Um, you know, client and customer experience uh, has been you know paramount today uh, for many organizations, um, and so uh, you know, and, and clients uh, particularly during the COVID times interact a lot uh, using digital channels. Uh, so, if any one of your digital channels uh, are not functioning appropriately. Uh, you stand to lose revenue directly. um, In one way by which you can ensure that uh, you have great client satisfaction uh, is not by just building great applications for clients and solving a great business problem, uh, but also making sure that that application and that business problem that you've solved are delivered correctly uh, to the client. Therefore, uh, APM tools without them, uh, you may be, you know, sort of uh, walking into a dark room and, and just fumbling around, not knowing where the switch is, and you're bound to run into furniture and probably before.
0: So, there's quite a few APM tools on the market right now, but enterprises still really ex- experience significant challenges. One of them being many solutions are actually not architected to support big data, and instead force their customers to make these kind of trade-offs between scale and data quality. Now, data quality is what we really focus on here at Purenova, and this is a critical need for really enterprise success. So. What are some of the other challenges these companies face with current APM tools? And maybe you can allude to how our platform can solve some of them.
1: Yeah, and I, and I think you know, uh, in your introduction, you correctly pointed out, APM tools, the primary persona who uses an APM tool uh, is typically uh, an IT ops or a DevOps person um, you know, who is uh, responsible for managing a set of enterprise applications. Uh, that's the primary uh, user of an APM tool. Um, when you uh, experience some application, you know, misbehavior, uh, either failing, um, you know, uh, working slowly, uh, providing uh, incorrect uh, results, things like that. Uh, what you normally do in an enterprise context is call uh, someone in IT support desk, um, and they typically, um, you know, will have some kind of mechanism by which they're going to escalate uh, the issue. Uh, if they can solve it, that's great. Uh, there may be uh, some kind of a tiered uh, support infrastructure, but a lot of these folks, uh, if they're actually going to help you try and detect what's actually going on, they'll have to have something uh, like uh, like an APM tool. Now, again, uh, because the user persona you're talking about is an IT user persona, you know there are some problems that APM tools are built to solve. They do it well, um, and uh, you know that's uh, you know the use case that they're going after. But within the enterprise context, there are other kinds of problems. An example of a problem in the financial industry could be, you know, something to do with, uh, you know, hey, um, I want to be able to uh, find out what my counterparty risk ex- exposure is. Uh, I want to know uh, how many settlement failures I have uh, with this particular uh, clearinghouse. Um, I want to know uh, whether the price of the assets that I've actually got uh, is meeting. Uh, the regulatory requirements uh, for pricing of such an asset. Um, these are the kinds of business questions that someone in a middle or back office in a financial industry uh, is tasked with. They may be part of risk, uh, they may be part of uh, middle office operations, they could be bad, uh, part of the back office. Now, the kinds of problems that I'm kind of talking about here are a higher level, um, almost industry spe- uh, specific business problems and APM tools really don't help you understand uh, anything about these kinds of problems. So if I'm a business user and I'm looking for uh, settlement failures um, on the Swift channel, um, you know, in terms of payments made uh, to some client uh, or to a third party, um, or or broadly uh, to to all my clients. Um, you know, would I be going and using an APM tool to try and figure out what these settlement failures are? The answer is no. Uh, The APM tools are uh, really uh, lower level IT tools and these kinds of upper layer business questions are addressed better by looking at uh, business level data quality metrics. So what Pirnava does is again, has the notion of observability uh, has the uh, notion of uh, real-time, um, you know, uh, end-to-end uh, application performance monitoring uh, using things like event lineage and uh, data lineage, uh, but these uh, types of metrics and the root cause analysis tools that we provide for our clients are more for business users themselves uh, who are interested in those kinds of uh, business metrics, settlement failure, um, you know, uh, risk exposure. Um, and uh, and things like that, as opposed to uh, telling you whether those applications, uh, whether the CPU utilization is appropriate or not, right? Because uh, a business user may not necessarily care about whether CPU utilization or hard disk utilization is high uh, because they care more about uh, whether uh, the risk and uh, risk covenants are appropriately being met, Um, you know, uh, or if uh, if they're responsible for payments, whether the payments are all uh, correctly being processed. Uh, So you know, in some context, I would say APM tools have kind of struggled because a lot of times uh, it appears as if the APM industry sometimes market themselves as "Hey, we're going to give you great business metrics." Uh, What they're really referring to is IT metrics for IT users for IT uh, you know uh, type use cases. Uh, So you know uh, that I believe is sort of the biggest uh, shortcoming today in that uh, APM market in what sort of p and offers is something very different uh, than that. Uh, more you know, visibility and uh, uh, information about the performance of your business applications itself.
0: So what I've gathered is that our platform is not an APM tool, but it's also not a competitor of ATM, APM tools. Is that correct? Um, so that's doesn't... absolutely
1: correct, yeah.
0: Okay, so an enterprise, does need both the IT metrics and the business metrics in order to succeed. So they would essentially need our platform, but we take care of the APM function as well.
1: Yeah, so it's a great question. Uh, we are not an APM tool, uh, and uh, we are not a competitor in any fashion to an APM tool. Uh, we are very complementary to an APM tool. APM tool, like we talked about, provides uh, you know great uh, you know uh, you know experience to IT users, DevOps users, IT ops users. And uh, the Pinova platform is targeted for providing metrics, business metrics, relevant business metrics, and particularly in the financial industry, there are many, many different types of business metrics uh, that business users there are interested in, and that's what we provide. Uh, one way to think of the Pinova platform is that uh, because we are a complex distributed application, uh, we actually uh, you know, plug in uh, into many different APM tools. Uh, so part of the Pianova offering, uh, we offer uh, you know Prometheus, uh, which is uh, one of the most popular APM tools today. Uh, so when you uh, sort of uh, you know uh, deploy uh, uh, Kinetform uh, our platform, um, say in an on-prem uh, in a large financial institution, uh, out of the box, uh, we've done integration with Prometheus, um, and uh, and users can get all kinds of information from Prometheus. Um, and uh, there is a grafana uh, based uh, front end uh, where we have visualized uh, many of these metrics as well and we allow our clients to come in and extend that visualization and do other things uh, now out of the box experiences with prometheus uh, but uh, you know we actually provide a, a complete uh you know jmi uh, based uh, interface um, and uh, what this allows us to do is hook into any um, you know, APM, uh, you know, tool that's out there. Uh, we have some hooks uh, that allow us to hook into uh, things like a, a new Relic or an AppDynamics. So if our, client, uh, our clients are using some of the other, uh, you know, popular um, app, um, you know, APM tools like a uh, like, uh, new Relic or Datadog or AppDynamics, uh, they are free to do that as well. Uh, out of the box, Cineform offers Prometheus um, and, and done the integration with Prometheus. Uh, but we really, uh, you know, let the clients choose whatever it is that they, that they want. Uh, and we have API interfaces uh, that allow us to connect to any APM tools. So in some sense, uh, enterprises need both an APM tool and uh, such uh, business monitoring tools. Uh, and we offer our business monitoring monitoring tool, uh, but we understand that APM tools are also needed uh, for the IT users that, that monitor the applications. And so uh, we provide that integration for our clients.
0: So this is a really excellent conversation. I'm hoping we can have you back on here to discuss more about APM tools. But is there anything else you want our listeners to know about this topic? Um, I
1: think uh, you know uh, the key thing uh, that I want to kind of uh, reemphasize as we go along is uh, you know APM market. Uh, you know, uh, interestingly, in the last ten plus years has grown tremendously, uh, and people are finding more and more use cases. Newer, and newer applications uh, are coming up. Uh, even newer tools are being built. Uh, you know some are more developer centric some are more i t op centric some are more devops centric some are more data center folks centric um, you know, but uh, you know people are building more and more capabilities uh, into those tools um, you know PierNova sort of sits um, in some senses uh, our platform Cuneiform sits on top of these. Uh, we actually uh, hook into APM tools, uh, but provide uh, you know um, upper level uh, you know business metrics and ensure data quality, um, uh, end-to-end visibility uh, using uh, the type of business event lineages. Uh, that's the kind of uh, things that uh, piernova offers. Uh, so we're very complementary to an APM tool, uh, but we uh, but we believe that uh, you know the category that we're looking to solve uh, is an interesting, growing segment in the market where people are really interested in understanding true uh, end-to-end data quality and uh, business metrics across their applications. Uh, so that's sort of my my parting words for the conversation here.
0: Great, thank you. And if anyone has any other questions, feel free to reach out to us via our website for more information or we're more than happy to provide you with some sort of demo. So Gangesh, thank you again for joining us.
1: Thanks Sonia, uh, have a great uh, weekend and uh, look forward to uh, you know more conversations on other enterprise type applications.
0: As always, thank you for listening to Digital Switch where we provide deep dives in enterprise tools and topics surrounding data and digital transformation. You can find us, subscribe to us, and share us on your favorite podcast streaming service, digital and recently on YouTube. You can also stay up to date on all podcast episodes, blog posts, videos, and all things PureNova at PureNova.com and at PureNova Inc. on Twitter. So that's all from us. Have a great week, everyone, and stay safe.